On today's episode of the Trade Busters podcast, we have SFT02, which is the second episode in the Spreadsheeting for Traders series, and the topic today will be rapid formula updating. Now, for those who are familiar with using spreadsheets and Google Sheets, uh, this may not really be all that new to you, and we may even argue that this is not a topic that necessarily warrants its own episode, but honestly, it's a feature that... I found um, I basically use all the time, right? I, you guys know that I make a lot of different spreadsheets. Some of them are pretty complicated. And so this is something that will help you when you're creating spreadsheets or updating them. And it's basically a way of quickly populating formulas or updating when you're making changes. So before we get started, you definitely need to go to the companion page, which you can find at the, uh, go to the show notes and there's a link directly to it. Or if you go to the, uh, Tradebusters trading page, which is www.thetradebusters.com. Go to the BBP slash SFT tab, and you will find a link right there to SFT02, Rapid Formula Updating. And one other thing before we move on, this is one of the first episodes where I'm going to want you to kind of follow along and do almost kind of like the exercises. So you will want to, when you bring up the page, go to the top, go to file and make a copy of this sheet. That way you can save a personal copy and it will let you edit and make changes so you can kind of follow along and see what I'm talking about. So on here, when you get to the site, you will see two tabs before and after. So let's look at the before tab first. Now uh, I've set this up in a way where uh, it's intentional so you can uh, basically kind of practice what I'm going to show you here. And there's a couple examples of why it's useful. So let's look at the left-hand side on the before tab, just the first two columns. And this is a very simple, um, I've got a date column and then I have Netlick. And if you're curious, this is, I believe the net asset value of the SG trend index um, from these dates, which I have here. And so those two columns are just kind of pre-populated data. You can see it goes all the way from December 31st, 2012 to about May 26th of 2023. And in column D, it's labeled daily percent. So this is going to be, if we want to calculate a daily percent change in the, you know, the NAV of that underlying asset. So I've started, if you look in uh, cell D2, uh, it just has a plain zero in there because usually I start on some date and I just assuming that's your kind of starting point. So if you look at D3, this has a formula in here, which essentially will print out the percent change of that current day value relative to the previous day. And it also has something where it will automatically throw a blank if the date is not present. So if we look at the formula, it says if A3 and A is the date column and three is the row that we're on, um, that uh, double, um, the carrots or the, the less than equal to and then the greater than or equal to, uh, that symbol basically means if not equal to. So if A3 is not equal to, and then the double quotes, um, there's nothing in there, so it's a blank. It just means if A3 is not blank, right? If it's not blank, it will run the formula following. And if it is blank, and so you have the comma again, print a blank. So basically, if the date is missing, I'm oh, sorry, if the date is not missing, print out this formula, otherwise print out nothing. Now the formula is a very simple, uh, just a diff, it's a percent diff. So B3 minus B2 over B2, right? So this day's uh, value for that index 
minus yesterday's divided by yesterday's very plain percent. So let's say you're building a spreadsheet and you wanted to, so this is the formula you want. Now you want to push that through the rest of the sheet. Or if you had a formula already in the column and you wanted to update everything, that you have a new formula and want to update everything. So the plain old way is you could click on D3 and you'll see it highlights and there's kind of like a blue bubble on the bottom right and you can click and drag. So if you just click on the blue bubble, the blue circle and drag down to you know row 19, you'll see that the formula gets pushed all the way to row 19, right? And you have all the daily values and that's fine. But the issue is if you have a long sheet that's many, many rows and sometimes I have sheets that are thousands of rows, tens of thousands of rows, it takes a long time to essentially drag all the way down. <laughs> and before I knew what I'm about to show you, I used to do this kind of click and drag. So I have the instructions right here. Um, I wrote, you know, click on D3. And so go ahead and click on that. It's going to highlight that formula or sorry, that cell. And you press control shift plus the down arrow, right? So control shift down and you'll see that the highlight is now jumps all the way to the end of the page, right? Row 2716. And there's nothing there yet, but you see a long rectangular highlight. At this point, you press Control plus D. So Control D will basically push that formula through all of the cells down to where you ended on that last row. And um, in this case, you don't always have to have a highlight. So because I had previously highlighted uh, row three, uh, it pushed the highlight all the way through. So I, I just put the yellow highlight there just to let you know where to click, but that's not necessary. Now, if you've done this, you should have daily percent values in column D all the way down to the bottom of the page. If you want to make sure you did it correctly, go to the after tab and compare. Basically, the result should look like the um, column D in the after tab. So you have the before and after. So that's it. Again, you know, this might seem like a simple thing, especially if you guys know this already. But if you don't, because um, I'm going to be doing a lot of episodes with a lot of building on previous concepts, building more complicated spreadsheets. And you're going to want to know how to update sheets rapidly when you're kind of putting a bunch of pieces together. Now, I have a couple examples. If we go back to the before tab, there's a couple examples of uh, just a couple of nuances and also demonstrates why having this um, is such a useful principle or, or useful function. So if you look at column IJ and L, it's the same thing except you'll see that I've already pre-populated the daily percent formula down to about row 24. Now, the only thing I want to point out is if you have um, formulas printed to a specific section, and let's say this is intentional. So let's see what happens. If we click in L3, right? So you highlight L3, you press Control Shift down. You'll notice that the highlight only goes to row 25, right? And so if your intent is to only have formulas down to a certain row that's not the entire page, this is kind of a smart feature. It knows to only jump to that last line in uh, last item in the line. Now if at this point, if you wanted to update a formula, it would update only through row 25. However, if that was not your intent, or let's say you only had formulas up to row 25, but you actually want to add new formulas down to the rest of the page, essentially, now, first time you press Control Shift down, it's going to jump to 25. If you do it again, if you press, well, it's highlighting up to row 25. If you press Control Shift down again. Now it will jump to 
the bottom of the page just as previously okay and you can press ctrl d it's going to push the formulas through so basically i'm just showing you that uh, you can press ctrl shift down multiple times if necessary if you're trying to get through the very bottom of the page now finally if we go back up and we look at columns n o and q you'll notice that i have again pre-populated some of them but i've left row 10 and row 17 blank so you can probably guess what's going to happen but uh let's try it right if we click on q3 and you press Control shift down you'll notice it only jumps to row 9 right because it goes to the next blank okay now if we do Control shift down or you can hold Control and shift and just press the down key press down and now jump to the next it, it skipped the blank and jump to row 11 which is the next populated row press down again and jumps to row 16 which is right before the next blank which is row 17 press down it skips the blank goes to row 18 press down it goes to the last item in the column which is row 25 and then if you press down again it's going to jump to the very last row of the page so what you can see is you can this will again try to pick up and it thinks you have blanks left there intentionally so it's going to go up to the blank and skip the blank now that's useful kind of but it highlights an importance of what i mentioned in the last episode about trade log best practices if you do something where you only want formulas every other column sorry every other row and you're kind of alternating if you do that and there's blanks, the problem is it's going to make it very hard to update the whole column when, if and when you ever need to, because you're going to have to mash down key a bunch of times. It's going to skip all the blanks, go to the blank, skip the blank. So it's going to be kind of a nightmare. So the best practice is to always have formulas in the entire column, even if you don't necessarily want a value to show up. And that way you can push the formula through um, with this kind of control shift down, control D uh, hotkeys. So to kind of demonstrate, uh, and this is the last thing we'll wrap. Um, if we go back to, you can either look at the after tab or the before tab, play around with this. So let's say you've, pu you've pushed the formulas through and I'm gonna go into specifics of this in a later episode, but you can kind of play around with this. Let's go to, for example, row 13. So right now it says negative, you know, 0.546%. And remember we talked about in the formula, it has this if function of if a, uh, at this point, a 13 is not blank, then print that percent. Otherwise print a blank. So if you click on a 13 and just hit the delete key and delete the date, you'll notice that that percent disappears. So Again, because we set this formula up to say, hey, if A13 is a blank or if the date column is a blank, don't do this formula or print the blank, right? So if it's not a blank, run the formula, run the um, percent, otherwise print a blank. So this is a way where you can have formulas that conditionally print a value or don't print a value, but you still preserve the formula. That way, if you're updating the sheet, you can kind of push the update through the whole column. And this is the better way of doing formulas, even if your sheet or log is set up in a way where it doesn't make sense to have a actual value print every row. All right. So I hope that helps. Once again, um, I know this might be a little simplistic, this episode, and just with the whole kind of pushing formula, because maybe some people know. But again, this is very useful. 
And I use this all the time, especially as you build more and more complex sheets and need to do a lot of tinkering, updating formulas. All right. So hope you guys enjoy that. And um, thanks all for listening. And I will see you guys next time.